Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Shall we? Let's do it. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. This is season five, episode three. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah? Three, yeah. Yeah, we're on episode three. Yep. <laughs> Chapters eight through 12. Mm-hmm. And we are calling this episode Small Steps. Mm-hmm. Because we finally, I think we get a little. There's little, progress. There's progress. There's, yeah. There was a lot of me just being like, for the love of God, I hate this bitch. I know. Like notes. Yep. <laughs> but there was progress there in was. the end. Mm-hmm. Um, any high level thoughts about this section before we dive in? I really love the sexual, like, <laughs> I don't know, it, it's like, yes, tension, but like, not really at the same time. Yeah. Because I, it's like banter. Yeah, banter, but I feel like it's more intense than It is banter. more intense. I really enjoy it. It's and I fun. love as in this section. Like, I know he's not mentioned like a ton, but just his he chaperoning, hilarious. I'm appreciating so much. I love it. Um, okay, so we dive in with chapter eight. Mm-hmm. Ba, ba, ba. There we go. Um, chapter summary is Nesta attempts the 10,000 stairs for some wine and training the next day goes just like the previous session. So where we left off last week, Mm -hmm. Nesta had like gotten pissed at the house for not serving her wine at dinner and she stormed off. Right. And we pick up from there. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, this chapter like actually brought me joy. Just, (laughs) just seeing Nesta, it's like try to tackle the stairs and fail miserably like only to be caught by a Cassie at the top was priceless it was I was like you deserve it yeah <laughs> so um so she gets to the stairs she's determined she wants wine I mean who among us has not done wild things for a glass of wine 10,000 stairs is a lot for a glass of wine it is a lot but this is what I want to highlight though yeah. In this entire book, Stairs Journey. I do not understand because I know exactly what you're going to say. She's going downstairs. Yeah. She's going downstairs. Right. Like, should it, is 10,000 steps a lot? Yes. Yes. But, like, you're telling me Mm -hmm. you go down 100 stairs and you're so exhausted Mm -hmm. that you turn around and go up. I don't. A hundred stairs? I don't understand the up. I'm like, you're exhausted. You completely, like, your legs were literally giving out. Yeah. Like, you couldn't take one more step down. So then you turn around and walk up the stairs? No! How do you walk upstairs when you couldn't even walk downstairs? Exactly. I don't understand. I was I'm like, like sit on your butt and slide down those yeah, stairs. Scoot. That's better. Like, go grab a freaking mattress and slide down. Like, it's like a sled. What? Yeah. How? I don't understand. I was like, how do you not... Go downstairs, but you can you have the you manage strength to walk up a hundred stairs. Walking upstairs, stairs and me, yeah, arch nemesis. Mm-hmm. We hate each other. Yes, I hate stairs. I hate stairs. But it's it's going up them. Yeah, that is horrible. Yes, going downstairs. I'm like, I can do this all day. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, I can. Sl- I, I've slipped going downstairs. True. So, so there's that. But I mean, that's true. The, the physicality of it. Is nothing. I mean, granted, when I like do like Amicola Falls, where it's like a bazillion stairs. Yep. 
I do get really tired going downstairs because, you know, you're just like trying to make sure like you don't fall, I think. Yeah. And it does strain your legs in a different way. But upstairs is way more intense. I think it's like a ratio of at least like one to ten. Yeah. Like I feel like she should have been able to get down like a thousand steps. Yes, I totally before... agree. And then only up a hundred. Like that's yeah. that's a, an appropriate ratio. Like I again, I understand she's super out of shape. Mm-hmm. I, like I get what SJM is trying to be like. She's so out, but like, like I'm almost six months pregnant, yeah. and I can do a thousand stairs down. Right. Like I can do. Like you're telling me. Yeah. This this little chick can't. This high bay. She can't do it? No. So, small small fault in the stair logic. I just, I don't understand. Like, it should be a thousand, <laughs> it should be 10,000 steps up. Like, and then her yes. reward like for not. Like, if she was in the basement yes. of something and she had, to, had go to go up to Valaris, that feels like a challenge. Yes. But down, Going down, no. Like, I get that it's, okay, so it is a spiral staircase. I'll give her that. That throws you off versus, like, True. if you do 10 steps down, hit a landing, turn, 10 steps down. Yes. That's a lot better than, like, a winding staircase that has no stops. That's fair. So, like, because I feel like you do get very disoriented when you just keep, like, and I don't know. It's it's one of those things when you keep walking in a circle, it's like your body is, like, tilting. Okay. Because it's not balanced. Like, you keep going left down the stairs, and there's no right. So, it does throw you off. I'll give her that. And also, the stairs, they're a foot. So, I think, I'm looking at my stair, I was, like, trying to measure as I'm looking. Yeah, I think that's a standard is it? I feel like that's less than a foot tall. I don't think so. No? No. All right, pause. <laughs> We're measuring. I was going to do this earlier, but I forgot <laughs> to. Because I was like, is a foot? It just. Well, because I think you're looking from the bottom of the lip to the next stair. Maybe. But if I think if you go from the top of your stair at the top of the lip to the bottom, I'm pretty sure the standard is like one foot. One foot is not as big as you think it is. She has the measuring tape out. Okay, that's seven and a half inches. No way. So that's a foot. So I'll give you, it is a little more. Okay. It's a little harder. All right. So. It's an extra five inches. Listeners, Sarah whipped out the measuring tape. We have witnessed what a foot-sized stair looks like. Did she actually reference it as being each a foot high? Yeah, she does. So I give her that. It is a little more work to step down. That is up. true. But even still, it doesn't, it doesn't. There's still some fault in the there's, logic. There's a lot of fault in the logic. <clears throat> I also just feel like, I don't know, like sitting on your butt and sliding step by step mm-hmm. is better than crawling up stairs. Absolutely. So I just don't understand. Yeah. So I'm glad we just had to, let's just throw that out yeah. there. Had a all little future. science experiment on the podcast. <laughs> but all future <laughs> reference of the stair challenge, like. Yeah. It doesn't, we're not going to repeat this, but it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I've also seen like TikTokers or Instagrams do like, I've seen them do like the Nesta stair challenge. Yeah. And, but they'll do it of going up 10,000 stairs. Right. Because it's not, well, how else do you go downstairs? <laughs> like you try to turn on the stair climber and turn around and try to yeah, walk down. Yeah. I mean, that's I it. Like I couldn't catch up. But I'm like, Nesta didn't go up 10,000 stairs, y'all. No. I'm like, you conquer that. That is your own stair challenge. Yes. That is not the Nesta stair challenge. I know. Hers was, in my mind, a tenth of the effort of whatever the heck you're putting in for 10,000 yes. steps. Goodness gracious. But regardless this is also a nightmare of mine yes. like having to battle stairs for anything mm-hmm. oh my god i would love i would cry i would just start crying i would be like no 
I would probably flop down and just like body in a line, like worm down the stairs in misery. Anywho. Okay. Well, um, she makes it 111 yes. on her first go. And then she starts to go back up and she's like crawling and she winds up like on her stomach basically mm-hmm. at the top. Um, what I think is interesting is as she's going up the stairwell, mm-hmm. um, she's having a like her mind keeps going back to like Highburn and mm-hmm. her dad. And in my brain, I'm like, exercise is supposed to help you like process your thoughts. Right. But it doesn't feel like she's processing. It just feels like she's dwelling a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping as she continues to exercise mm-hmm. or continues to try to tackle these stairs, it yeah. might be therapeutic therapeutic in a way mm-hmm. i don't know yeah um but one of the things she said is she's like referencing um the house she goes to this hateful house this horrible place <laughs> and just like thinking through the like other you know chapters in this section i'm mm-hmm. like this house and you are gonna be besties yeah like you can hate her now if you want mm-hmm. but alas yeah Anyway, she gets to the top, though, and like you said, Cassian... Is there. Is there to witness all of it. And I can totally picture this in my mind. Like, this is a movie moment. Like, it is... <laughs> She's coming around the curve, yes. and he's just, like, leaning there, like... Classic. Really? hmm Yeah, and his response is pathetic. hmm And I was like, agreed. Um, and she says, the stupid house wouldn't give me wine. And he answers, I figured that would be the only motivator to make you risk 10,000 stairs. And mm-hmm. I'm just dying over here i know it's great um we get a little flashback to like what cassian had been doing he had mm-hmm. gone to like tell reese everything that went on with like eris um and reese wants him to keep an eye on eris so yep we'll see we'll but see. um he said eris wants to avoid a war that would expose him actually no Ferris says this my yeah. bad um, but she said, Eris wants to avoid a war that would expose him. If Baron sides with Brylan, Eris would be forced to choose between his father and Prithian. The careful balance he struck by playing both sides would crumble. He wants to act when it's convenient for his plans. This threatens that. So, I mean, it's clear, like, they figured out what he's doing. And yeah. he's definitely towing the line. Definitely. But it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, does Eris have like the most wholesome motivations? Maybe not, mm-hmm. but regardless, it is turning him into a more solid ally for them that they right. can at least leverage. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yep. So flashback now. We're back with Nessa. Yes. And I love that she says, whoever designed those stairs was a monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Cassie even admits that like that they would get dizzy on the hikes down. So mm-hmm. to your point, with it being that spiral staircase, it right. is not the easiest right pull um, back my judgmentalness a little bit <laughs> we kind of find out that cassie and azrael and reese used to have to climb the stairs as punishment for when they were a kid yeah and he like sort of mentions like a public nudity in front of the high lord thing i love them so much they're the best i they love really those guys are. um yeah but i won't mention all like the details in case people are queasy and don't want to hear about fine you read it throwing up yeah yeah not the best (laughs) um well the next morning naturally after any good workout um nesta is very sore and Mm -hmm. she like can't really stand yep um so she had like gotten up early so that no one would see her like walking into the breakfast room and Mm -hmm. sat herself down but like she's still in pain and like cassian comes in and it says um that uh she said 
She'd taken a good long while eating her meal, was choking down the porridge when Cassian prowled through the dining room doors, took one look at her, and smirked. He knew. Somehow, the swaggering asshole knew. <laughs> and I just love this so much. Oh, man. All these interactions. I know. So Cassian's followed in by Asriel. Yes. Um, and it says, Asriel was nothing... I thought this was really interesting. This yes. is Nesta's take on Az. She says, Asriel was nothing short of beautiful, even with those scarred hands and the shadows that flowed from him like smoke. She'd always found him to be the prettiest of the three males who called themselves brothers. The prettiest. The prettiest. I thought that was so <laughs> interesting. I was like, really, Nesta? Also, like... Pretty isn't a word that I would typically use to describe a male. No. Unless, I mean, unless they're pretty. So. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> he reminds me of like, like a, like a prince type when I hear that. Like yeah. when I think pretty, I think of, you know, cross mm-hmm. multiverse moment, but I think of like Dorian. Like yeah. I think of Dorian as someone who's also probably like very pretty. I think of, yeah, For those same. who have read Throne of Glass. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like the association I'm making yeah. in my brain. But like I've always pictured Asriel as this warrior, <laughs> like rough, like, yeah. I don't know, not pretty. Is well, not and how... like she's saying even with like the scarred hands and the shadows. Right. So it's like, huh, can know. he be both at the same time? Can he be rough and Who are they going to cast? Pretty? I'm so curious who they're going to cast for Azrael. These for the are TV the questions. Show. I know. Um, I'm trying to remember who we cast for Asriel. We gotta go re-listen. To I know, the I don't even remember. Mini, because that would have been from season two. Yeah. So that was mm-hmm. a while ago. Need yeah. a refresher on that. Um, I so Asriel's there, like you mentioned, and him and Nesta's interactions just made me laugh. Yeah. Basically, um, he asked like he's I feel like he's like poking the bear. Yeah. He's just like, let me let me just drop these little things in here and act innocent and, mm-hmm. and see her And I response. feel like he knows already. Oh, he knows. He knows. I, he definitely knows. Um, so he asks her, how's training? Mm-hmm. And she goes, training is fantastic. Absolutely riveting. And he goes, I hope you're not giving my brother a hard time. And she says, is that a threat, Shadow Singer? And he goes, I don't need to resort to threats. And she goes, neither do I. And then she tells Cassian, I want to train with him instead. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> girl. I mean, like, don't we all? But like, yes. come on. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cassian goes, I think you'll find that Az is even less forgiving than I am. And she goes, with that pretty face, I have a hard time believing that. And it says, Azriel duffed his head, focusing on his food. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> this whole interaction is just making me giggle. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What else are you noticing about breakfast? Um, so kind of whenever they're finishing, she like wants to get up, but she like doesn't want Cassian to see the pain that she's in. Yep. Um, so she kind of, she like pushes herself up. Um, and he goes, it doesn't count when you use your hands to do most of the work. She said, I bet that isn't what you've been telling yourself at night. (laughs) He goes, is that what those smutty books teach you? That it's only at night? It could be any time. Dawn's first light or when I'm bathing or even after a long, hard day of practice. And she says, sounds like you have a lot of time on your hands. And I'm just like dying because like Az is trying to like hold back his laughter during this whole thing. And Nesta's toes are curling during this. And she like (laughs) really understood the emphasis on long and hard. And I was like, oh man, there's some tension here. I love it. I know. Um, and then it's it's so funny because there's a page break, and then we immediately flip to Azriel saying, "You're in deep shit." Yes, <laughs> it's like, oh yes, 
Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when we start to get our lovely reference to as being a chaperone. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, do you two need a chaperone up here? And Cassian says, I thought you were the chaperone. And Azrael says, I'm not entirely sure I'm enough. And I'm just <laughs> dying. So, like, we're 100 pages in. But yeah. this is going to be an exciting book. Yes. Let's go. Um, so we're back at the training camp in mm-hmm. Winthaven. And Nesta is up to her same old antics. Yeah, I think Cassian was definitely kind of hoping that she would participate today, especially yeah. with, like, the bickering and kind of her talking, at least. Yes. <laughs> but, no, she decides to sit back on the rock again and just watch. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So he sh- – I think he shortened training because he needed to go and talk to – Yep. And do some business in the camp. So he takes Nesta back to, you know, the house that him and Reese and Az and Reese's mom all lived in. Yep. And this, like, commentary about his, like, first home. It was so sweet. It's so sweet. He goes, this house was the first true home he'd ever had. He knew every scratch and splinter, every dent and burn mark, all of it preserved with magic. There, the gouged out spot by the base of the railing, that was where he'd cracked his head when Reese had tackled him during one of their countless brawls. And he's just like going on and on about all of these like little stories all throughout the house. And I don't know. I just like, I'm like, he deserved happiness. And I I just, I think of like, he was a child. Yeah. When that happened, mm-hmm. and I'm just so grateful for Reese's mom in these moments. I'm like, I'm glad you found them and you found a home. Yeah, it's really sweet. It just makes him like all that more like lovable. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say so. Nesta, Nesta's there with him, and she's like staring at the fire, mm-hmm. and she kind of like blanches. There's these shadows under her eyes, and it's just really Cassian is so observant of her, so observant. And he just like realizes that she's like kind of must be reliving some horror, and yep. just offers that he's like, why don't you go check out the shops if you don't want to hang out here? So he's not like touching on the fact that she doesn't want to be there but he's kind of offering her an out yeah and it's like i don't think he understands why the fire sparked fear right. but he's at least noticing like there's some fear and anxiety happening there something yeah and that's more than what anyone else has done right. like mm-hmm. her own sisters didn't notice anything on like um winter solstice yeah you know so it's like he's paying attention he's seeing those things yeah that's how the chapter ends mm-hmm. so the next chapter chapter nine summary is Nesta manages to have two friendly conversations in one day. A real, like, I, I almost wanted to give her, like, a little trophy for I the know. day. Like, she gets, like, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's like, the bar is so low. It really is. But anywho. Yeah. But so Nesta basically takes Cassian up on that offer, and she goes out exploring. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I love that she had two positive interactions with two females, like, two different females. And I like yeah. that it wasn't the same females that we see. Like, it's not Elaine and Vera and Moore mm-hmm. and Amron. Like, we get two new females. Yeah. That, like, I like that the sisters seem to be, like, obviously this is a prediction of things to come, but I feel like if we get introduced to characters, they generally stick around. Yeah. So I'm thinking that Fair or that Nesta is going to be kind of hanging with Emery and with Gwen. Mm-hmm. And I just like that it's a different group. Like, yes. I like that the sisters are going to have different groups of friends. Yeah. And I still, think that's like, the nature of family too, yeah. right? It's like you're connected, but you also have your own circles. Yeah. And that's how it should be. And I think that's what she needed. Like, I yeah. don't think she needs to be best friends with Moore and Amron like Farah is. I think yep. it's healthy for her to have a different outlet. I totally agree. So. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. 
But the first person she meets, you mentioned this, is Emery, yes. who we know from Frost and Starlight already. Mm-hmm. We got a little glimpse of her yep. in those interactions with Cassian. And so it was it was really nice seeing her again. Yeah. Um, Vanessa's there to ask if she sells any, like, warmer leathers, which she doesn't. Right. Um, well, and it's so funny. Her response is, um, the warriors are all such proud fools that they never complain about the leathers being cold. They claim they keep them d- perfectly warm. And so it's just that idea of, like, of course, these males are like, no, I'm fine. Of I'm course, fine. of course. Rather than just take care of yourself, classic. Yeah, but she says she's going to inquire because um, mm-hmm. Nesta kind of was like, doesn't want to say that she can't pay for them, but, like, it's kind of, she's implying it, and Emery's yeah. kind of, like, picking up on that. Well, I just, I'm like, eye rolls, like, drama queen over here. Like, you think... You think you need warmer clothes, mm-hmm. and they're not going to give them to you. Right. I was like, of course they're going to pay for them. If you're actually out there training, they would love to buy you warmer clothes. Yes. Like, it's, I'm like, Nesta, you're cut off. You're cut off from wine. Yeah. And gambling. Yeah. Like, that's what you're cut off from. Not, <laughs> not like, warmer clothes. Like, you're fed. You have a roof. Of, like, I'm like drama queen over yeah. here. Like get over yourself, but mm-hmm. it's fine. So it's fine. Yep. Um, but, but, but sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, it is funny though. I feel like people do this so much where it's like, especially with like family interactions. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you've ever felt like this, but it's like, if something happens with your family and you're telling someone else, it's like this extra drama. Cause it's all about you and oh, how yeah. it's affecting you. And it's like, well, the reality is that yeah. there's a lot of stuff happening in mm-hmm. your family, and maybe there's other dynamics going on. Yeah. But so I just, I really felt like this was like, I don't know, this just reminded me of like 16 year old me when I'm mad at my mom and I'm saying how she's so terrible yeah. because of all of these things, not mentioning the fact that I'm a total brat to my mom at the same time. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know. It just reminded me of that. No, it's very accurate. Um, but no, so she's like staring at Emery's wings and like kind of mm-hmm. like realizing that they're clipped and she's like asking like why basically. Yeah. And yeah. so she she learns a little bit about like how the Illyrians kind of like function. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of things that we learned in Frost and Starlight. That's right. just kind of getting some insight there. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's um, interesting where at one point, uh, where is it? Um, so they're having like, they're actually at like, the point where they're introducing each other. Right. And she goes, you know, I'm Emery. And then this is Nesta Archeron. And Emery goes, I know you killed the King of Highburn. And so it's like everybody. She's got a reputation. She's got a reputation. Yeah. People know who Nesta is, mm-hmm. but I'm pointing this out because there's something funny later in this chapter that contraries that a little bit. Yeah. But I just, I think I thought it was just so funny. And that they're the way their exchange kind of wraps up is they're just like, good. And just like looking each other straight in the eyes. I'm like, there's a, there's a matchness here, like an yeah. evenness. Like you, the two of you can handle each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But so she kind of like walks outside and there's like parents kind of like ushering their kids away from her. Yeah. And Nesta thinks to herself, she's like, you're right to hide your children from me. I am the monster you fear. Drama, 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 drama. I, <laughs> I was like, really? That's... <laughs> I was like, do you, people need to hide their kids from you? Really, Nessa? You've never no. hurt any kids. Like, don't be ridiculous. Get over yourself. She's so self-obsessed right now. And I'm just like, okay, drama queen. Okay. Um, so she's back in the library now in the second half of her day. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I do think it's interesting. Um, she references how just before this, after Moore had winnowed them back, Cassie kind of like scooped Moore up and they flew off together. Yeah. And she goes, it shouldn't have bothered her seeing him fly away with another female in his arms. Some small part of her knew it wasn't remotely fair to feel that body tightening irritation at the site. She had pushed him away again and again, and he had no reason to believe she'd wish it differently. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You made it perfectly <laughs> clear in Solstice. Like, you wanted nothing to do with him. Yes. So you have no right to be jealous. Literally no right. Honestly, when we discussed titles for this um, episode, I regret not suggesting, like, get over yourself, Nesta. Because yeah. that's how I felt throughout so many of these chapters. I'm like, get over yourself. Yeah. Anyhow. But so we're back in the library. Mm-hmm. And Clotho tells her she's going to work on level five, which is kind of far down. Mm-hmm. It's like not all the way, but kind of. And Nessa asks, nothing lives down there anymore, right? Bryaxis hasn't come back. Um, and Clotho writes, I say says, but she's yeah. writing. She says, <laughs> Bryaxis never harmed any of us. And Nessa asks why. She says, I think Bryaxis took pity on us. We saw our nightmares come true before we came here. I like Bryaxis. I like Bryaxis so much. <laughs> I like, miss him. and like the Clotho, like thinks that is really sweet. It's like yeah. she, like she's. I don't know. It's like sad that they all experience such terrible things before coming there. Yeah. But it's such like a bonding experience that they're there. And like Bryaxis mm-hmm. almost like took care of them. It felt like it honestly did. It felt like he was almost like their guard. Yeah, in a way, mm-hmm. like a little like a little guard dog. I don't know why <laughs> I think he's like this cute thing. He's not. He's terrifying. But I just I don't know. I really appreciate the spirit of Bryaxis because like mm-hmm. you know I think from his perspective she said I think he took pity on us and I don't know if that is necessarily true like or yeah. maybe he just like wanted to take care of you yeah like we don't know because he's not here but I, know. I really wish Bryaxis would return I know because I weirdly miss him I don't know why I think I'm just trying to attach myself to another creature with the cereal being dead now <laughs> I'm like I need I need someone else to like be excited about. But anywho, oh my goodness, the funny part, um, I forgot to mention this, is as she was, um, before she came to the library, yeah. the house tried to give her lunch. Yes. And she was like, no. no. But then the house like followed her to the library. Right, which I I thought they were separate entities, so I'm not. Know. I mean, it's like in the depths of the house, yeah. so. It was kind of weird, but yeah, like the she's like arguing with the house like it sends her soup <laughs> and then it sends her like silverware and a napkin and then yes. a cup of water and she's caught arguing with the house which it's like this is an inanimate object right why is this what's happening but she's caught by a acolyte mm-hmm. which is a priestess in training right um and we learn eventually that her name is gwen yep um but this is the second female interaction mm-hmm. of the day for her yep and of course, as she arrives and asks, who are you talking to? The soup and water are gone. Yep. And there's, it's just Nesta looking like a fool. Yes. Which I appreciate the house. I know. Immensely for that I moment. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> Anywho. It's got a sense of humor. I know. But I like, so Nesta allowed every bit of unpleasantness to show in her face. She'd already conversed with one stranger today, fulfilling her quota of basic decency. Being kind <laughs> to a second a second was beyond her. And I'm just cracking up. I'm like, this is what you're thinking to yourself? You can't be nice to two people. Two, it's so hard. Come on. These priestesses are great. Yes. Like, get over 
Get over yourself, Nesta. I know. Um, I think it's so funny, though. This priestess is not taking any of Nesta's shit. I love it. Um, Because she's like, are you finished for the day? And Nesta says, no, I was taking a break. And she goes, you've only been working for an hour. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> call her out. Get to work, Nesta. Um, so I just think it's so funny. And, like, you know, uh, she's like, I don't answer to acolytes. And so... There's this interesting back and forth of Gwen kind of, like, calling her out for her lack of, like, respect of the other priestesses and the respect of doing this job. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nesta's just kind of, like, bucking against it until she remembers, like, oh, wait, the reason the priestesses are all here is because they've gone through bad things and, like, right. you know, all of that. And so she kind of, like, changes her demeanor really yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. And Gwen is like, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do that to me. I, I don't know. want your pity. And I love Gwen for this. I know. I really love their conversation. Gwen says, I don't need your pity. And she responds, it wasn't pity. Gwen says, I've been here for nearly two years, but I haven't become so disconnected from others that I can't tell when someone remembers why I'm here and alters their behavior. I don't need to be coddled, only spoken to like a person. And Nesta responds, I doubt you'll enjoy the way I speak to most people. She says, try me. She says, get out of my sight. And she responds, oh, you're good. Really good. And I just appreciate that. It's like she just wants somebody to be like a person to her. Don't treat her like this delicate, fragile thing that's going to break if you speak Mm -hmm. to her like a normal person. Yep. So I appreciate Gwen. Well, and I think – so these two interactions, right, are making me think of the intent behind what they've been asking Nesta to do and why. Yeah. it's like her training – like what is what can she learn from that like if we look at her interaction with Emery there's like the strength there mm-hmm. like but they're you know in the midst of people not understanding you or liking you right and then with these interactions with Gwen it's like you can experience trauma and still be a decent human being so yeah. I'm like you know whether these characters stick around or not I'm just like I see why they wanted to like balance the yeah. balance her days with these two kind of like facets right because I, I think it will be impactful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, we also learned that we we learned Gwen's last name, which oh. is so interesting because and you like Nessie know. even points out, she's like, we don't really ever hear anybody's family names. Yeah. So I'm like, why? Why do we only know certain people's? But mm. her name is Gwyneth Berdara. Yes. So that's know. a question mark. I know. That is so true. The last names thing in this book. I'm just like, there's got to be a reason. <sighs> Is there a reason or are we just crazy? No, like, there's got to be a reason. There has to be a reason. got to be a reason. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I know. Uh, I love it. Um, okay, let's see what else. So she's wrapping up her day mm-hmm. and she's kind of like bitching to Clotho about Gwen. I'm like, you're ridiculous, Nesta. I'm just like, you're. this is a job for you. Right. Like, just, do, just do the work. Yep. But anyway. But Clotho's response is fantastic. She says, Gwyneth, like you, has her own history of bravery and survival. I would ask that you give her the benefit of the doubt. And I just love that Clotho thinks of everybody having a story of, like, bravery and survival. Yes. Not necessarily, like, oh, they were traumatized or they were the victim. It's like, no, 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 no. These people survive. Like, they're strong. They're survivors. Yeah. And I just love that that's how Clotho sees everybody. And I think it's a good reminder for Nesta Mm -hmm. of, like, "You're, you're a survivor. You're brave. It's not that... Like, things happen to you, yes, but you're not the victim here. Like, you can move past that. That's so true. And I appreciate that that is what Clotho chose to say in the moment. Because what I would have said would have been something along the lines of, like, I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Get over it. Anyway, sorry. I just, I'm a worker bee. You know what I mean? I'm like, just 
just do, do it. Just grind. Why are we going to complain about everything? Anyway. But that's just me. Yeah. Um, all right. Chapter 10. Oh, wait. So we go oh. back to the house first. Yes. Um, and she asks for the bowl of soup in oh, the house yeah. <laughs> and gets no response. Then she says, please. And it sends her soup and a warm fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's like, no fire. Yeah. And it just immediately like puts them out and puts up like fey lights everywhere. Yeah. And she kind of like feels this almost like question coming from the house which i'm like what yeah what does that what does that mean about like why but the whole house thing is so funny so, but so weird i know so she says like thank you and like the fey lights flicker as if in <laughs> response I'm like this is so interesting she says as if the house were a fussing mother hen oh yeah that's good though she needs that she does need that yeah um, and I don't remember where it said. It might be, like, in this next chapter. But when she references at one point that the reason she likes the house is because it doesn't talk back. Yeah. I love that so much. I know. <laughs> I'm like, that That tracks, Nesta. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho, chapter 10. Yep. Um, Nesta gets a black eye, but not from any training. What did you notice? <laughs> the house is so great to Nesta. But, and, like, I'm not sure why I like the house so much, but I really do. I'm this is what I'm saying is the house is like a character. It is. Which is weird because it's a house. Yeah. But like also what the heck kind of power does Nesta have that she can melt stone or I don't know, not melt, but yeah. like out of fire. I don't know. Stick her hands in and it leave an imprint. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah. Is it silver flames? I don't Ooh. know. <laughs> um, anywho. So let's see. So after she finished with her soup, um, she's eating her cake because the house is like treating her apparently and Cassian appears and they have an interesting conversation Cassian is like the house is doing what like you're talking so the house or Cassian's picking up that like what's going on with the house yeah because he's like I don't talk to the house you talk to the house like and it like sent you food in the library what yeah it's a little bizarre mm-hmm. um but I do think it's funny that his answer is like the house likes you congratulations yes I'm like Oh, you poor guy. For once, it's not you who's I know winning someone over. But he just like starts eating her cake, which cracks me up. Yes. Um, and he tells her that like if she trained with him, she could learn to turn anything into a weapon, even mm-hmm. a fork. And I'm like, oh okay. Yeah, and it's like he's trying, like he's being like a little swaggering about it. But I'm like, he's still trying. Yeah, he keeps reaching out that hand. Keeps reaching out that hand and is needing nothing, but mm-hmm. keeps trying um let's see so we go to bed and we have round two with mm-hmm. the stairs well right b- before that so okay she goes to bed she wakes up in the middle of the night from a nightmare or no she wakes up on top of her sheets mm-hmm. and she's cold so she crawls under her bl- her ba- blankets i can't oh, say yeah. that <laughs> and the house like puts a fire on for her yeah she's like no but then it warms her mattress for her it's a very thoughtful house in the air but i'm like i wish my house did that oh like my just warmed my sheets for me that'd goals. be amazing goals mm-hmm. but then she wakes to a nightmare yes and wants to drown her sorrows at the tavern so she goes to the stairs yep and it's round two mm-hmm. um and she also loses round two with the house oh yeah i think this is worse <laughs> yeah she does not even make it as far no nope. um and she falls but what's interesting is she, like, catches herself on mm-hmm. a step. But, like, when she finally, like, stops, like, she can see, like, her handprint yeah. in the stone step. Right. And you're like, what? Yeah, you can't do that. That's How not normal. How does that happen? Not normal. That's not super strength. We know you are not super strong. No. But um, she, like, sprints back up the stairs after, like, 
seeing what she did. She's like terrified. I mean, well, she wasn't exhausted. (laughs) That's true. That's true. This was like a trip stumble, like, and she realizes that she probably would have died had she not been high fae from this Mm -hmm. fall. So, like, it was pretty intense, but she's terrified of the fact that she left this imprint in the stairs. Yeah. What is going on with her inside? I don't know. So, yeah. So, she runs back. Yes. Um, And so, the next morning, she makes it to breakfast, and she has, like, a black eye, Mm -hmm. and Cassian's like, who won the fight? (laughs) And so, you know, he says the one between you and the stairs and Nesta's trying to play it cool. Um, but Cassian's just kind of like, no, I, I saw what happened. Like, mm-hmm. what is going on? Um, and I really like, so he actually, like, he extends his hand for her to train one more time. And he says, please. And he had, he had never said that to her before. He'd meet her halfway, let her win the power battle, admit defeat if she would just get off the rock. But she doesn't get up. Oh, sorry. I guess I fast forwarded. They went no, to go train again. You're perfect. Yeah. But like, I was so mad at her. I know. For this. Like, just do it. Yes. Like, he's giving you an out. Because that's what it is so often. Because it's like, it's pride. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You can feel like you've won. I will let this go. Yeah. Just do No. No. Nothing. But I love like Nesta's sort of like observations on Cassie in here. Oh yes. Oh my, but I'm like, how is this not motivating you? But anyway, she says at one point, um, she says his hazel eyes were bright with pleading in the morning sun, the wind dancing in his hair. Like he was made from these mountains crafted from wind and stone. He was so beautiful, which I think is interesting because it's different than pretty. pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, not in the way that Azriel and Reese were beautiful, but in, in an uncut way, savage and unrelenting, which is how I like it. Yes. Um, the first time she'd seen Cassian, she couldn't take her eyes off him. She felt like she'd spent her life surrounded by boys and then a man a male, she supposed, had suddenly appeared. Everything about him had radiated that confident, arrogant masculinity. It had been heady and overwhelming, and all she'd wanted, all she'd wanted for so many months was to touch him, smell him, taste him, get close to that strength, and throw everything she was against it because she knew he'd never break, never falter, never balk. Yeah, that's what I want. Right. And why are you not going after him? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't is, get it. You've wanted him for months. Like, you're obsessed with this guy. Why are you not going after him? It makes no sense. Oh, I don't get it. But also, like, this is why I love these books. Yes. Or, like, not even just, like, Akatar, but these types of books. I'm like, it's because this world, mm-hmm. our world, has so many boys. Yes. And then we get to experience men. Yes. In these books, written by women. My favorite men are written Obviously. by women. But, like... Oh, I just loved it. Yes, I thought that was so good. But Cassian is, again, disappointed. It says, like, the light in his eyes dimmed as he lowered his hand. And he goes, tomorrow then. And he didn't speak to her for the rest of the day. But I love that he's like, okay, well, tomorrow then. Like, he's still, like, he's holding out that hope. He, like, keeps offering that hand. And I'm like, Cassian, you are the best. He's a saint. It's only been, like, three days. But even still, like. That's a lot. To be rejected like that in front of all those people. Yes. Like, that's the worst part. Yes. And it's not just, like, these one-off things. Like, Mm -hmm. they're going at it, like, four or five times a day. Right. So there are multiple moments for him to feel like shit. Yeah. And he's still going. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so chapter 11 mm-hmm. should flip to the summary. Um, Nesta and Cassian share a tense meal 
and Cassian has a revelation when speaking with Feyre. Mm. What'd you notice? I just feel like Az truly knows what's going on in Nesta's head, but he's not one to like try and force something from her or yeah. like make her talk about it. He just kind of sits back and like lets her work through her grief, which I like. Yeah. So he's it. He's such an interesting character in this book because it's like mm-hmm. he's present, but he's also not. Yeah. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Um. So chapter eleven starts with her having kind of wrapped up work again and wanting to go back to the private library for dinner. Right. But the doors won't open. No. Because this house is hilarious. And doesn't want her to eat in there. It wants her to eat in the dining room with with Cassian Cassian and Asriel. Yeah. So I just, that just made me laugh. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But so she joins them and Cassian and Asriel were essentially talking, Vasa got brought up. Because Asriel's talking about how he's about to like, probably be leaving and mm-hmm. like doing that kind of stuff and Nesta's opinion on Vasa I'm like yeah I get it yeah I, I would hate Vasa too absolutely like she had the dad that Nesta didn't really get to experience yep it's like since the young woman had tried to speak to her about how wonderful Nesta's father had been how he had been a true father to her helped her and won her this temporary freedom and on and on until Nesta's bones were screaming to get away her blood boiling to think that her father had found his courage for someone other than her and her sisters and I'm like yeah I'd be pissed that's that that is very valid yep I would not be happy and again that's the thing that sucks about her dad having died the way he did because it was like he was in the process of redeeming himself he was trying to do right by Nesta but it's like he only got to go so far they didn't get to talk about it right because of the freaking king of highburn Mm -hmm. so definitely hard on her yeah not trying to belittle Nesta's trauma no just it is what it is yes but we just hate how she responds to it yeah (laughs) um so anywho um as asks her why she isn't training and like i honestly think if cassian didn't butt in i feel like nesta was really like vulnerable when she was kind of talking right here and i Mm -hmm. think she would have actually given him like an honest genuine answer maybe yeah i don't know just the way it was i was reading it i was like i feel like she was gonna open up but then Mm -hmm. cassian like butts in and ruins the little moment yeah i mean this whole exchange because you know he says like don't waste your breath as and she keeps saying I'm not training in that miserable village. Right. And Cassian goes, you've been given an order. You know the consequences. If you don't get off that fucking rock by the end of this week, what happens next is out of my hands. And she goes, so you'll tattle to your precious high lord. Big tough warrior needs oh so powerful resand to fight his battles. And I'm just like, girl. Why are you pushing? Like, <sighs> And so they're kind of going back and forth about, you know, Reese and how mm. she hates him and how he's an asshole. And Cassian is, of course, defending him because that's his brother. And she goes, I hate him. And he says, good. He hates you, too. Everyone fucking hates you. Is that what you want? Because congratulations, it's happened. And I'm like, woo! Yeah, a little much. A little much. Even Asriel lets out a long, long breath. Because it's like, this is, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not where you, like, Cassian has lost his temper at this point. Um, and let's see, let's, Nesta goes, I suppose now you'll tell me that you're the only person who doesn't hate me and I'm supposed to feel something like gratitude and agree to train with you. And he goes, now I tell you I'm done. Which I was like, whoa, because he's been like the only one that's yep. putting up with her crap and not giving up and for him to say he's done. Yeah. Like that's a line. Yeah. And it's like both Nesta and Azrael are surprised. And I think. 
that is a testament to like Cassian's character yeah. on a general basis, right? He's not one to give up. He keeps trying. He mm-hmm. looks for the best in people. And it's like, bitch, what do you think you did to drive this man to this point? Yeah. And like, it's like, did you think you could keep pushing him and he would continually come back? Like, you can yeah. only push a person so far. Like, he's, you've already destroyed him and called him the worst of things. And you know he thinks so low of himself already. Like, yep. he's not going to keep coming back forever. Yep. So, but Nesta's, like, surprised. Um, but she doesn't stay that way long. She nope. slices right back and she says, does that mean you're done panting after me as well? Because what a relief that will be to know you've finally taken the hint. And he says... You want to rip yourself apart? Go right ahead. Implode all you like. The training was supposed to help you, not punish you. I don't know why you don't fucking get that. And she said, I told you, I'm not training in that miserable village. And it's just kind of like. I also, yeah. though, don't understand why she's not getting this. I know. Well, it, like, makes me mad because, like, obviously she said that I don't want to train in that village. Yeah. Like, twice. So I feel like we as readers, obviously, can kind of glean from that. Yes. That it's the village. Like, she doesn't want to be training up there. Like, she doesn't want yeah. to be seen by the Illyrians because she doesn't know what she's doing. Like, yep. we get that. Like, why can't you just say that? That's my th- I'm, like, pissed. I'm, like, if you were just clear, be like, I don't want to train there. I don't want people to see me train. Yeah. That is not – you don't have to go into detail about I'm embarrassed. No, just nope. – I don't want people to see me train. Can we train somewhere else? How hard is that to say? It's not. It's not hard. Yeah. I get you're prideful, but, like, if you just say you don't want people to see you train, that, that's not saying I have no confidence in myself. Yep. Like, you're not going into any detail. Just freaking say it. Yep. And it would make everybody's life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Alas. Mm-hmm. So, Cassian's at his breaking point. Yep. And Feyre comes and has, has a nice little pep talk mm-hmm. with him. Yeah. Apparently his mind was talking loudly. Yeah. <laughs> and so Reese let her know and she came in. And they kind of chat a little bit about Nesta. She assures him, like, you know, Nesta's doesn't actually hate him. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are you noticing about their interaction? Um, well, yeah, so she tells him that, like, Nesta doesn't hate him. But then he kind of says that, um, or she's kind of saying that I don't know if, Nesta actually hates me. She's like, for a while I thought she didn't, but now I don't know. And it's like mm-hmm. sad that Feyre doesn't honestly know if yeah. Nesta hates her or not. Especially after like forcing her into this ultimatum kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I kind of, I just like feel bad for Feyre in that regard. Cause it's like you had to do something at she did. some point and it just, it sucks that she could lose her relationship because of it. Yeah. Um, it does. But also part of me is like, you can't care if people hate you and you're doing what's right right if, yeah. if that's nesta's choice to hate y'all mm-hmm. that's her prerogative i know um and then i like farah kind of goes into it a little bit about like how her mom had like chosen nesta and nesta mm-hmm. was like her favorite and then like her father didn't really you know play a part much in it um yeah but other than that like then they're kind of just sitting there and like the the shield gets brought up that like she's still like constantly being shielded like yeah. no scent is like able to get suspicious. through it no like physical touch I'm like what is happening that like Reese is so worried that Farah mm. is gonna die or is it also like now that they made that bond where if one of them dies they both die oh. like is he just being like extra cautious cautious because like he doesn't want Maybe. both of them to die at the same time so yeah maybe i don't know i mean for now she's painting this as like it's in a training exercise with helion but we'll see yeah um but something Feyre says kind of 
sparks Cassian's mind, and he's like, wait, mm-hmm. I have an idea. Yeah. One last time, he's going to try one last time. I know. I like how that chapter ends. Yeah. So it's like, what did Cassian think of? I know. All right, last chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, Nesta finally participates in a training lesson. I was like, OMG, Huzzah. progress. Progress. This Ugh. is huge. It is huge. I love it. Yep. Um, and I appreciate how at the beginning, casting is kind of playing it cool. He's not being like, I figured you out. Yep. Like, I got this. He's just like, oh, we can't go to Windhaven, so mm-hmm. we're going to train here. Yeah. But so even before that, the chapter starts and Farrah, or Farrah, I always want to say Farrah because I'm so used to like talking about Farrah. <laughs> yeah. Nesta, she's thinking to herself, she's like, everyone hates you. The word had lingered like a bell that wouldn't stop ringing. And I'm like, good good the way you treat everybody you should be thinking that like how do you fix that you yes. act nicely to people come on nesta yep it's like did you need to hear that as a wake-up call maybe maybe yes um but i think it's so funny so nesta like fully admits to herself she says that she might be willing to face down the king of highburn himself but she was proud as all hell appearing foolish making herself vulnerable she'd rather die would rather sit on a freezing rock in the icy wind for hours then look like a fool in front of anyone, especially arrogant warriors predisposed to mock any female who attempted to fight like them. And so that's the realization is like, it's her pride. That's why yep. she can't train there. Mm-hmm. But hopefully Cassian can get her to train at the House of Wind. Yep. And speaking of, so he, Nesta's just kind of like standing there watching and Cassian's like, I'm going to make a bargain with you. I was like, whoa, 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 what? Bargains, red flags, red flags. Right. And even like Nesta's thinking like, Farrah told me all about bargains. I shouldn't make bargains. Yeah. Why is he making a bargain? Nobody listens to Alice. No. <laughs> <laughs> so basically he's like, if you train for one hour, I'll give you any favor. And I was like, this is not what? a good bargain. I was like, that is the worst bargain ever. One hour of training for any favor. Yeah. Like. He's desperate. He's so desperate. He just wants her to do something. Yeah. But she agrees. Ooh, she, like, takes his hand and they make a bargain. There we go. And I just, like, sweet sacrificial Cassie. And I'm like, I really hope this does not come. I know. And bite you in the ass later. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about the night court that we know is bargains are marked on the body. Yes. So Cassian's like looking for his, where the, you know, bargain tattoo is. Yep. And he has an eight pointed star and it's kind of like, just like on his back and intertwined with the rest of his Illyrian tattoos. Mm-hmm. Well, so he's looking for it. He's like checking his arms, yep. not there and checking his stomach, not there. So he like takes off his shirt yep. and he like goes, checks himself out in the mirror and it's right in the middle of his back. Yep. And when he turns around, Nest is like, googly eyeing him like staring him down totally checking him out and he like doesn't say anything he's just like he's like if I make a comment like she'll never look at me like this again so he's just kind of like standing there but I'm like she is all into you sir so into you yes and then I think it's so funny she so she's like all right I owe you the one hour of training Mm -hmm. and he it says he strode to the center of the ring but opted to keep his shirt off because of the warm day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I like that he goes, let's see what you've got, Archeron. I just always love, like, the last name calling. Like, I think yeah. it's, like, very cute flirting. It is. Um, so let's see. So training begins, and he starts with the basics, which is footwork, essentially. Right. She's like, I thought, what about, like, swords? Yeah. She's like, Farrah got to do swords. And he's like, Farrah had training before this. Like, yep. You got nothing, kid. Well, and I think it's, like, it shows, again, this, like, disparity in, like, 
Feyre's mm-hmm. upbringing and Nesta's because Nesta's was all dances and pretty things and sitting at home and yeah. Feyre was a fighter right from a young age mm-hmm. and you know Nest is thinking about that too and I think it's just like imposing even more guilt on her in Probably. a way too and I'm like let's do something about it though now Nesta mm-hmm. let's take that guilt and apply it so she finishes her one hour and she like willingly just starts a second hour of training with Cassian <sighs> she just had to get started like it's always yes. that like first push mm-hmm so second hour is breath work, and she is, like, completely exhausted, drenched in sweat after this two-hour mm-hmm. workout. Um, and she's kind of, like, I'm thinking, like, after I do yoga, y- yoga, <laughs> after I do yoga, and you're just kind of, like, zen, like, yep. laying there on the mat after you've done everything, that's kind of where she's at. And she just starts talking to him. Yeah. And she's, like, asking him if he likes to fly and asking him about, like, yeah. Illyrian females and their wings. And I was, like, where did this come from? I was, like, is this what – like exercise does for you this is great <laughs> yeah i like this nesta yeah um and i just i appreciate how like eager she's being so like um he mentions the cool down or sh- she agrees to a cool down mm-hmm. and he says you sound eager and she goes i the breathing makes my head stop being so loud yeah and he goes ah mine too and i'm just like we're finding that this is helping. Yes. And then we'll come back. Mm-hmm. And then they start doing, like, a cool down together. I also just really appreciate how nonchalantly this is just teaching, like, great exercise technique. Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, this is actually very applicable to humans in real life. It is. <laughs> um, but then he asks her, he's like, you never told me what you wanted for the second hour of training. And she goes, the second hour was on the house. And I was like, oh. I love it. Yep. Um, and I, like you mentioned, there's been this like weird vulnerability that has magically appeared out of this. Mm-hmm. And um, as you know, they're kind of heading out. Cassian says to her, "I didn't mean what I said last night about everyone hating you." And she goes, "It's true." And he goes, "It's not. You're here because we don't hate you. I wanted you to know that that we don't that I don't hate you." And she says, "And I have never hated you, Cassian." Mm. we'll be nicer to each other i know so that is where this section ends yes uh it was a good one it was good progress i like progress Progress. um next week we're gonna do chapters 13 through 15 excited to see more progress Mm -hmm. excited to see maybe some more tension maybe i don't know um but what did y'all think about these chapters did you enjoy them yeah let us know and we'll talk to you next week bye goodbye thank you so much for listening to a court of fairies and fangirls a sarah j mass fan podcast please rate review and subscribe and let us know what you think you can find us on instagram at at fairies and fangirls jump in on the conversation and we look forward to chatting with you more next week bye bye